Welcome to Tell Me About It on WUFT 89.1 and 90.1. I'm Sue Wagner here today with Patrice Boyce. She is the artist for the 42nd anniversary WUFT-FM anniversary poster, and she did an incredible work called Naked Spring Reverie. And Patrice is an artist. She's an attorney in Gainesville, but she's quite accomplished. And um, this has been one of our favorite posters. People have been commenting on it, saying it's just lovely. And we're going to have a poster signing reception coming up on November 15th, and that's going to be at the Harn Museum of Art in the UF Cultural Plaza. It starts, I believe, at 6 o'clock that evening. People can come and pick up the posters they've already made a donation for, or they can get one there. And Patrice will sign a personal message and just tell you a little bit more about her inspiration for this work. So thank you for being here today. Well, thank you for having me, Sue. It's a pleasure. Well, tell us a little bit about Naked Springs Reverie and where it is, too, where exactly the location is. Naked Springs is one of the semi-hidden jewels that's part of the Blue Springs complex. It's right outside of High Springs on the northern end of Alachua County. Years ago, it was owned by the Davis family. And um, Mrs. Davis's children sold it to the state of Florida um, probably about 10 years ago. Um, DEP has done a lot of work to renovate the park and um, open it to the public. So it's one of, the, one of our favorite places to go paint. And off in the woods to the, the side, it's now closed off to the public, but we used to be able to go to Naked Springs. It's just one of the little spring boils in the complex. So it's, it's quite lovely and very inspirational, very quiet, um, and very picturesque. Wow. And so why were you at Naked Springs to paint this? There's a, um, a gallery in High Springs where I exhibit a lot of my work, and the owner is a plein air painter and invited me to join her group about six years ago. So every April we go to the different springs in North Florida, and throughout the year we'll go to, go to other riverine systems in Florida to mm. paint outside. Um, and her theme is, is spring. So that's for social reasons and also because the colors are so compelling, I joined. Any opportunity to paint, really. Well, how long have you been doing painting? I started making art when I was six years old, and I started painting when I was 13. In full confession, my dad was a commercial artist. Oh, Wow. He went to art school in Philadelphia on the GI Bill after World War II, after finishing as a tail gunner for the Flying Tigers. (laughs) That's a change. Quite a change. Um, He started his his commercial art business in his mother's garage in the early 50s. And anyway, fast forward, he put charcoal and graphite in my hand at six and required me to take art lessons, much like you were probably required to take piano. I wanted piano, but Ballet I had in a, this case. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Same idea. So I was required to take art lessons and um, did that privately until I was probably 11 or 12. And by then, you know, school art teachers took me under wing, but he insisted I work only in black and white. You had to master the fundamentals, almost like Salvador Dali did in his scholastic period. If you look at his early work, it's exquisitely rendered. You know, form, line, composition, perspective. Well, that's pretty boring for a, you know, a six, seven, eight-year-old child. Um, so when I was 13, I took my babysitting money and I rebelled. I got on the, the city bus and bought myself my first set of acrylic paints and brushes. 
<laughs> started painting by myself. And um, I don't think he talked to me for about a month. <laughs> so. so it's just kind of mushroom from there. You've gotten more and more into different Yes, and genres. I painted all through high school, um, still lifes, landscapes. Um, I think I won my first award at 15. And then it was a long, dry spell until my early 60s till I won another award. <laughs> but I painted all through college. I studied under Dennis Aiken in college. Uh, had a minor in studio art, and then um, put it down for career, graduate school and career, um, well, and did other things. Well, you're a journalist as well as a lawyer, too, so you've had a few things uh, get, in, get in your way of your painting career. Yes, so when I was a journalist, um, I did a lot of photography, so I always had a creative outlet, compositional outlet, so I did photography intensely for about 10, 15 years, traveled quite a bit and did that. And then once my son was um, in college, I um, took up sketching and painting again, probably in about 20, well, actually before he went to college, in 2012. I started sketching the marbles in the Louvre, and it had been a while. Nice. And then started painting again in large-scale abstracts in about 2016. So what exactly are you using? Is it um, acrylics, oil paint, or what are you using? I've worked in both. Um, in all honesty, oil paints are quite expensive. And I'll paint on a very large format. Sometimes I had a commission piece that was 10 feet high and 5 feet wide. So wow. I use acrylic for those, <laughs> those, <laughs> for those works. And uh, oil paint takes a very long time to dry, I believe, also. It does. And acrylic paint does, too. It, it dries on the surface pretty quickly, so you can manipulate the surface with palette knives pretty easily. But it takes months, if not a year, in this climate to cure. Wow. So it'll remain tacky for a long time, so you have to be careful with it. So this is on Naked Springs. Is this a particular location you visited before? At Naked? Mm-hmm. Um, yes, yes. We've been all around the edges of Naked Springs. Um, generally, that's one of our favorite places to paint. What time of year was this captured? That was in the spring. In the spring. Does Before, it change dramatically, summer, fall? It does. And now the DEP has cordoned off the public from accessing it at all. The aquatic vegetation is recovering on the bottom. When I was there, the bottom was still sandy and the vegetation was just starting to recover. So that affects the colors a little bit. Um, and also the aquatic life that's in the spring. If there's more vegetation, you have more fish larvae, it's better for the environment. Um, but there are always a lot of mosquitoes. So if you go to these more remote springs, you want to be out there in the dead of winter or spring when the mosquitoes don't carry you away. And I would think the light, the time of day, has an impact on the work as well? It does, and it depends on the direction, you know, where you're located in the direction. So yes, plein air painting, if you read anything about um, Monet's work, um, you know, he would paint the same, or actually, yeah, all those Impressionist painters would paint the same scene many, many times, depending on the light, because you'd have a completely different interpretation and different mood. So you, you almost take a snapshot in time in your mind um, and try to render that somewhat faithfully. I'm not slavish about that. I look more for the inspiration at some point. I know where I'm going with the painting. 
and I may look back at the scene for reference again. Or if I have to finish in the studio, like this one, um, I'll have a photograph to work from to finish. Well, this is Patrice Boyce speaking to us today. She had the honor of being the 42nd anniversary poster artist for WUFT-FM. And uh, it's a lofty title, but she's done us good because this work is very popular and it's beautiful. And it's going to be honored at a poster signing reception. It's going to be on Wednesday, November 15th, beginning at 6 p.m. at the Harn Museum of Art and the UF Cultural Plaza. Everyone is invited to come and meet Patrice to um, join in with fellow, fellow public radio enthusiasts. And uh, you can pick up a copy of the poster there. Or if you did make a pledge for one, you can pick it up there as well. So that's coming up in just a couple of weeks. And we wanted to make sure Patrice shared more information on the picture. And we're going to be back in just a few minutes. And we're going to take up more of your art career. Thank you. Welcome back to Tell Me About It on WUFT 89.1, 90.1. I'm Sue Wagner here today with Patrice Boys. She is from Gainesville. She's a local attorney, a former journalist, and she has the honor of being the anniversary poster artist for the 42nd anniversary of WUFT-FM, which was on September 27th, back in uh, 1981 is when we signed on the air. And every year but two years, we have done an anniversary poster. So if you go around Gainesville primarily, you can see a lot of businesses that have them framed. Uh, the Orthopedic Center, for one, they have a whole wall where it goes kind of take a trip down memory lane with WUFTFM. But today's version, actually this year's version, is called Naked Springs Reverie. And I asked Patrice to describe what her thoughts were in making this poster. And she said it was a crisp day, the kind that keeps the mosquitoes away, at least for a time. Gilchrist Blue Springs had recently been purchased by the state of Florida, and Naked Springs was still accessible within a two to three minute walk from the main spring vent at Blue. The clear water, sandy bottom, and cave openings of Naked Springs reflected the deepest heels and most intense turquoises and indigos that an artist can fathom. The primordial backdrop of the cypress trees stood sentry to the mysteries in the deep blue. Great writer here. That's actually very good. <laughs> Naked pools below. The play of light simply dazzled and compelled me to paint it and try to understand it. So that's a beautiful explanation of this work. And we still have it on our website, wuft.org. You can see the beautiful poster. You can still make a pledge for the poster. Or you can come to the poster signing reception, which is going to be on Wednesday, November 15th, at the Harn Museum of Art here at the UF Cultural Plaza in Gainesville. It starts at 6 o'clock. We're going to have um, libations and food from Mildred's Big City Food. Patrice will be on hand to autograph the poster, write a personal message. A lot of times people come and they want to give it as a gift because they have friends that live up north. They're freezing to death. Oh, here, this is Florida. So they can enjoy what it really looks like <laughs> down <not> here. <laughs> <laughs> so Patrice, thank you for being here today. And tell us a little bit more about your artistic career. And you're a member of the National Association of Women Artists. Exactly what is that? I am. Well, first of all, thank you for having me. It's quite an honor. I'm, I'm we're honored. You've done than, a great thing for us. I'm more than pleased to support public radio, which I could go up on my soapbox about that for hours, but I won't. Uh, to answer your question, the, the National Association of Women Artists is a 150-year-old organization. Um, the likes of Mary Cassatt were among the original members. It's based in New York. You have to jury in. I was asked to apply year, about a year, year and a half ago 
by a Cuban artist that I met who lives in Tampa. So there's kind of an interesting network of artists that support each other. But he recommended that I apply, recommended I be accepted, and that's what happened. So I juried in, um, went to New York for the induction ceremony, and was introduced to just a wonderful group of women um, around the country, really, concentrated mostly in New York, Florida, Massachusetts, and South Carolina. But there are other individual, those are the chapters, but there are other individual members across the country. And probably within six months, um, they made me co-editor of their national magazine. So I get to write about art, which is a fun melding of past experience <laughs> and current. It's really fun. I really enjoy it. So I did a piece on the the exhibit, the Manet uh, Degas exhibit, which opened in Paris. I saw it in Paris in July. And it's now at the Metropolitan Museum in New York. And I would recommend it highly for anyone. If you wow. can get to New York and see that, it's amazing. And as a side note, there's a piece um, Mary Cassatt was painted at the Louvre mm -hmm. by Degas. So that was kind of an interesting synchronicity. Anyway, so that group um, really helps women artists promote themselves, market, become more professional, um, all the tools you need as a modern artist to, to exist. So it's been quite a worthwhile uh, group to be a part of. How did you find out about this organization? Jose Rodero is a Cuban artist living in Tampa. I met him through Raul Villarreal, who mm -hmm. used to be the cultural affairs director at Santa Fe College, and we were friends for a long time until he passed away. And Jose liked my abstract work, which is my other oeuvre, <laughs> and um, that's, that's how it happened. But you're also a member of the Gainesville Fine Arts Association, is that correct, or you have been? Yes, I was on the board for about a year. Um, I help them with their lease renewal negotiations at this oh, point. Oh, wait, lawyer and artist <laughs> together, okay. It's a win-win again. <laughs> it's a crazy little melding, yes. Um, and I review contracts for Nawa, Florida, so the exhibit contracts. So anyway, the Nawa group here in Florida, it gives you a lot of exhibit opportunities. So I've juried into shows in Fort Myers, New York. I just finished a little show, group show in New York. Um, I got accepted into a show in Sarasota. So it gets you into larger markets, which for abstract work is really necessary. A lot of exposure. And I would think the, the Springs paintings are particularly popular here in Florida. They are, and, and oddly enough, in New York as well. Really? So yeah, I, there was a piece I did of Payne's Prairie and another of Steenhatchee Falls that just finished an exhibit in New York. Wow, do you Maybe have the any, exotic, I don't know. <laughs> do you have any um, exhibitions coming up in this area anytime soon? Um, or in the works, perhaps? In Sarasota, yes. Let's well, not Sarasota. that far away. That would be a good day trip to go down and check it out. That's right. So what are your plans to keep continuing your artistic experiences? Yes, um, and also I should mention and plug my friend's gallery, Lanza Gallery in High Springs. Oh, that's right. They did a lot of promotion for the poster. They did. They did. And Tina um, Corbett is the owner, proprietress. Mm -hmm. um, I'll paint up there maybe once a month with her, but she promotes, you know, several artists routinely. So there's a selection of my Springs work on display permanently there. And she does a lot of the plein air stuff as well? Yes, yes. That's great. Um, real quick, what does plein air mean exactly? It's a French term for painting in the open air. 
Oh, just sounds so elegant. You know? <laughs> <laughs> en plein air. Um, there's an interesting shop in Paris along the river. It's been there since the mid-1800s. And when you walk in, you feel like Monet has just left because they have the smocks that he oh, wore. Yeah which I thought I'd love to have one, but in Florida. <laughs> it's know? probably nothing you need. <laughs> it's a very heavy linen, but it has the poofy sleeves, and it's hilarious with the big black buttons. Very traditional. Oh, we'll need to get you one of those. I can just... <laughs> <laughs> Halloween next year. There you go. Well, Patrice is going to be at the annual poster signing, which this year is going to be on Wednesday, November 15th. It begins at 6 p.m. Mildred's Big City Food will be serving beverages and some food, and it will be filled with public radio enthusiasts. So, you know, during the pandemic, we were not able to have this event, and it came back last year, but people weren't in the groove for having this event again. So we're trying to make it be one of the popular gatherings for public radio people. And Patrice will be able to autograph the poster, add a personal message. You can pick up a poster that you pledged for, or you can pledge that evening and get one as well. So it's going to be a really fun, fun gathering, and uh, I'm glad you're going to be there. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, we're going to get the word out, and that's why we have Patrice today, because it's going to be November 15th, and we're going to keep reminding people, because it's really a fun time. We've missed out on the pandemic with not people not being able to get together, and Zoom just doesn't do it, let me just tell you. I agree. <laughs> so this is going to be a fun time. Once again, November 15th, 6 p.m., Harn Museum of Art, and everyone is invited to attend. We're going to have information on our website as well, as well as links to Patrice's website and her social media accounts and the National Association of Women Artists and Lanza Gallery as well. So thank you for being Perfect. here. Perfect. Thank you for having me. It's been a fun time. <laughs> cool. That was artist Patrice Boyd speaking about her work, Naked Springs Reverie, for WUFTFM's anniversary poster on today's episode of Tell Me About It. To listen to previous episodes of the show, go online at wuft.org slash tellmeaboutit or on the WUFT media app. I'm Sue Wagner on Tell Me About It on WUFT. WUFT.